The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music! So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. I am so happy to be with you here today, and I want to thank you for listening. Boy, Easter is just around the corner, and uh, figuring out your menu sometimes can be challenging, particularly if you are vegan and or plant-based. So today, I'm going to share my tips from the blog at jazzyvegetarian.com for making colorful and festive and flavorful dishes to grace your springtime table. Now, all of the recipes on the blog are vegan and delicious, of course, and they're an excellent choice for serving family and friends at your Easter table or throughout the spring and the summer. On the blog, you're going to find 25 recipes for Easter and or for spring, from enticing entrees to snazzy sides to appealing appetizers and dazzling desserts. There's something there to please everyone you're cooking for. But I'm going to start off with some of my favorite spring forward recipes. And one thing I love to make in the spring is a vegan tart. I've got two tarts there, and I'm going to talk about my asparagus tart today, but I've also got my wonderful spinach, onion, and red pepper crustless quiche, which is really kind of like a tart. Same kind of thing, but creating a dairy-free, egg-free, and sometimes gluten-free quiche can be challenging, but these quiche and tart recipes are so yummy, you won't miss the cream, the eggs, and these quiches are perfect to serve for an Easter breakfast or lunch or light supper, and it really makes a great 
kind of a central entree if you're having an Easter brunch. This is really what I like to serve these tarts for. So for the asparagus tart, once again, you're going to find this recipe at jazzyvegetarian.com on the blog, 25 Easter Recipes. And this amazing asparagus tart is a tasty cross between a veggie quiche and a crustless tart. Very, very simple to prepare, pretty to serve, and delicious to eat. Here's how it goes. You're going to start off with one block, about 15 to 16 ounces of extra firm, regular tofu. Now you want to lightly drain that tofu, but you do not want to press it. What I do to lightly drain tofu is I take it out of the package, I put it in a colander in the sink, and I just press down with my hands press, press, press with clean hands. And you'll see a lot of that water come out of it. But you don't want all the water to come out of it because you're going to need some of that for the moisture in your quiche. That's a great jazzy tip. Then I also use one aseptic box, about 12 ounces of extra firm silken tofu. That being said, if you can't find or don't have the silken tofu on hand, you can use an extra three quarters of a block of the extra firm regular tofu or soft tofu, whatever you like. Now I do get questions. What's the difference between firm regular tofu or extra firm regular tofu and the aseptic boxed silken tofu? Here's the difference. What we call regular tofu is the tofu that you find in the refrigerated section in your supermarket. It comes in a little container and it has been packed in water. And of course, there's an expiration date on it. And that's your regular tofu. And then your aseptic box of tofu, you're going to find in the pantry aisle of your supermarket. You can also order it online. You're going to keep that in your pantry until you open it. If you have leftover after you use it, you of course want to cover and refrigerate that tofu. But that aseptic boxed tofu is something you can keep in your pantry because it will stay there well until the expiration date, which is usually about a year out. So that's the difference, but I like to keep them both on hand. So one block, 15 to 16 ounces, extra firm regular tofu, lightly drained, but not pressed. And then one aseptic box, about 12 ounces of extra firm silken tofu, one tablespoon of non-dairy milk, half a teaspoon of sea salt, plus more to taste, half a teaspoon ground turmeric, half a teaspoon garlic powder, one-eighth teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, plus more to taste, half cup shredded vegan cheddar-style cheese. You can also use the mozzarella-style cheese. Whatever vegan cheese you like to use is fine and dandy in this recipe. Just make sure you use the shredded variety. Then two teaspoons of Italian seasoning blend, one medium sweet onion, very finely diced, and then 14 asparagus stalks cut into four to four and a half inch lengths. You're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Generously coat a nine inch round spring form pan with vegan buttery spread. Then you're going to put your regular tofu, your silken tofu, your non-dairy milk, your salt, your turmeric, your garlic, and your pepper in a blender and process it until it's nice and smooth. It's going to be very, very thick. 
You're going to transfer it to a medium-sized bowl, and then you're going to fold in the vegan cheddar cheese. You're going to stir in the Italian seasoning, stir in the diced onion, and then transfer the tofu mixture to the prepared pan and smooth the top with the back of a rubber spatula. Then you're going to arrange the 14 asparagus spears to resemble the spokes of a wheel. I guess that's the best way to describe it. And I like to point the asparagus tips into the center of the wheel. And that makes it look really, really pretty. You're going to find a couple of photos of this on the website. So you just go to, once again, the blog, 25 Vegan Easter Recipes. Then you're just going to top the quiche with several grinds of black pepper. You could also use a little paprika if you like. Bake it for 40 to 50 minutes or until the center of the tart is firm to the touch. Then you're going to put the pan on a wire rack, let it cool about five minutes. Then gently run a table knife around the perimeter of the tart to loosen it from the sides of the pan. You want to really do that because otherwise when you remove the outer ring of the spring form pan, your tart is going to stick to the pan. We don't want that. So carefully remove the outer spring of the spring form pan. Let the tart cool for 30 minutes before serving. Actually, what I like to do is I like to refrigerate this for four to six hours. So if I'm organized enough, I do make this in the morning. You can even make it the night before and then you chill it, and then it gets nice and firm, because when the tart is warm, it's going to be really, really soft. But I have served it both ways. You're going to slice it really, really carefully, and, uh, well, I like to serve it with some crusty bread, a green salad. There are so many beautiful things you can serve with this fabuloso asparagus tart. This is a great, great spring recipe. Something else that I like for an Easter brunch is a nice salad. It's springtime. Salad. The salad that's great to serve on the side with the asparagus tart is my romaine mini pepper and walnut salad. Very, very easy to do. You can also use baby spring greens in this salad. And it's just such a simple salad, but it really packs in a punch of flavor and a little bit of crunch. And this dish makes the perfect accompaniment to the Easter brunch. And this is how it goes. For your salad, one medium head of romaine, torn into bite-sized pieces. You can also use baby spring greens with this. You could also actually use an arugula blend if you wanted to. Then six to eight sweet mini peppers, seeded and thinly sliced. I like to use the mini peppers because it makes it look really, really festive. And they've got all different colors to them. Looks really pretty on this salad. Then a third of a cup of chopped walnuts. You can also use chopped pecans, chopped cashews, and if in fact you cannot have nuts, sunflower seeds work fantastically in this recipe. Then for the dressing, just two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar, one tablespoon of maple syrup, and one teaspoon of Dijon mustard. And then for over the top, to make it a little festive, you can use some shredded or grated vegan Parmesan cheese. You're going to find in most well-stocked supermarkets a vegan Parmesan cheese that's actually in a little wedge. 
like you can see regular Parmesan cheese. And that's, of course, going to be in your refrigerated section. So if you want to get that, it's nice to just shred it right over the top, just like you would fresh cheese of this salad. That being said, you can also get the container of the vegan Parmesan cheese as well. And if you want to look on the website, we also have a recipe there of a vegan Parmesan cheese that's homemade, that's based in nuts. So that's a great jazzy tip. Then all you have to do is put the salad ingredients into a large bowl, put the dressing ingredients into a small bowl and whisk to emulsify, and then pour that jazzy dressing over the salad top with your optional vegan Parmesan cheese and serve. Really, really good. It's a great luncheon salad, but it's a great salad to serve along with the quiche for your Easter meal. Then for any kind of festive get-together, I like to serve an appetizer, particularly if you have people visiting or family members that are going to be coming over and you're going to have a casual get-together. It's nice to have something out on the table when everybody arrives. So it's nice to have an appetizer. And there's a lot of different appetizers that I love to make. But something that's pretty classic for Easter are deviled eggs. Of course, you want to keep it vegan. So here's my vegan version of deviled eggs. It's so, so simple. Just two ingredients in this one. We have a couple of shortcuts because they're really super easy. They're nutritious. They're delicious. And these cute little devils beautifully take the place of a classic stuffed egg. This is how I do it. I take 10 to 12 peewee white potatoes or Dutch baby white potatoes or your favorite baby potato. Any of them will do. And you want to steam them until they are al dente and chill them very, very well. Now, this is something you want to do the day before you get together or early in the morning. And then here's my little shortcut. I use one container of store-bought prepared hummus, any flavor, whatever you like. And of course you can make homemade hummus for this. You're going to find several hummus recipes on the blog. Then all you need to do is this. You're going to cut each steamed and well-chilled potato in half lengthwise. Then hollow out a cavity in each of the potato half. I like to use a melon baller or you can use a small spoon, and to make it resemble, well, hard-boiled egg halves. And then pipe your hummus into each cavity. You can spoon it in. I've done it before, but it's kind of messy. So the best thing to do to make this look really festive is to put your hummus in a piping bag and then just pipe it in little swirls into the cavity of each little potato. Then for a festive presentation, you're going to garnish it with a sprig of fresh parsley, a fresh basil, and serve. Really, really good and wonderful for an Easter get-together. Dessert, dessert, dessert. Oh boy, you need a springtime dessert for your get-together. And I've got a couple of easy ones on the website, on the blog, but I also have one that is you know, a little bit more complicated. I've got a wonderful coconut orange and carrot mini cake. A carrot cake is always something that you can make for an Easter get together. I've got little raspberry cheesecakes. That's always something nice. I've got a lemon buttermilk cake with maple glaze. Perfect 
for a spring meal. But then I've got something that's really easy, that's kind of fun to serve at the end of a spring meal. When fresh strawberries start to come into season, my balsamic strawberry delight with fresh mint and cashew cream is a super easy dessert to make. And it features ripe strawberries, of course, combined with a rich tasting cashew cream and fresh mint. And it's a great dessert for a spring lunch or supper. And this is how it goes. You're going to make this cashew vanilla cream. Your cashew vanilla cream is a topping that you can use on top of cakes, pies, anytime you want a nice creamy topping any time of year. It's so easy to do too. You're going to take a half cup of chopped raw cashews and you are going to soak them and you're going to rinse them. And I'm going to tell you how to do that in just a moment but you want to use raw cashews for this. Very, very important. Two tablespoons of maple syrup, half a cup of water, divided, plus more as needed, and a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract. So what you're going to do is you're going to put the cashews and a quarter cup of water into a small bowl and refrigerate it for one to four hours. Then drain the cashews and rinse them very thoroughly in cold water. That's all you need to do to soak your cashews. Then put the drained cashews, your maple syrup, a quarter cup water, and your vanilla in a blender container. Blend it for 30 seconds or until it's completely smooth. Make sure to blend, 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 blend until it looks nice and smooth and creamy. And then you're going to cover it and refrigerate it for two hours or until well chilled. This is something you can do the day before you're going to use it. As the cashew cream sits in the refrigerator, it does firm up. So sometimes you want to add a little bit of plant-based milk or a little bit more water before you serve it. That's a great jazzy tip. And... If you want a thicker whipped topping consistency, you're going to start off with one tablespoon of water when you blend it instead of the one quarter cup of water. You're going to start to blend, add a little bit more water as desired. And this is a cashew cream that you can use to pipe on a cake or to pipe on a dessert. Or if you want it thicker for this recipe, that's absolutely fine and dandy do. Then for your strawberries, you want two cups about one pint of strawberries, halved, two tablespoons of maple syrup, a tablespoon of a very good quality balsamic vinegar. I know it sounds weird, but it tastes so fabulous. Then one tablespoon of chopped fresh mint plus several sprigs for serving. You're going to put the strawberries, two tablespoons maple syrup, vinegar, and chopped mint into a medium-sized bowl and gently stir to combine. Cover and refrigerate for about an hour to allow the flavors to marry. But if desired, you can serve the strawberries right away, but the flavors won't be quite as developed. Then when you're ready to serve, spoon the strawberries into four to six petite glasses or dessert dishes. Drizzle the cashew cream over the top, garnish with a mint sprig, and serve. It's so, so fabulous. Once again, you'll find these recipes at jazzyvegetarian.com under the Easter blog 25 vegan Easter recipes. So basically, when you're planning your Easter meal or your springtime meal or something that you want to put together to please everybody that's going to be eating and dining at your table, I like something like a tart. You can also do 
A meatless loaf is very nice. You can also do, funny enough, mac and peas I've got on there, which is my vegan mac and cheese. That's a nice one to serve if you're doing a brunch. Something for an Easter dinner. A stuffed bordabello mushroom takes the place of the meat beautifully. And then, of course, you want a salad on the side. That's something that is great. But what you can also do is if you're doing an Easter brunch, you can do it all as a salad buffet. I've got a recipe on the blog, my French lentil salad with sweet peppers and basil. And then you would serve that along with a green salad. And then you can serve it also with a chickpea and artichoke salad. You see what I'm saying? You want to combine things together. And just as long as it looks springy, it's nice and fresh, that makes a nice Easter presentation. So I hope you like my tips today. You can go to the website and you can find all of these recipes plus 400 more at jazzyvegetarian.com. And meanwhile, if you haven't heard it yet, season 10 of Jazzy Vegetarian is airing all across the nation. And we also air every week, Sunday and Monday on the Create TV channel. So check your local listings and do tune in. Well, for music today... It's from my album, We're Only Human, produced by the great Dick Darnell. This is such an inspiring, beautiful, relaxing tune, and it's called Pilgrim's Sojourn. Pilgrim's Sojourn, from We're Only Human. now? I know I do. Love that tune. Well, I hope you liked my Easter meal tips today, and I hope that you will tune in each and every Wednesday at mindbodyspirit.fm for the Laura Theodore podcast. Well, until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well from me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazz.
since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.